Darren's going to share his testimony and tell us how he came to Christ. I'm I'm a pastor's kid. I have two loving parents. Uh, they invested a ridiculous amount of time and energy raising me. Uh, I was saved at a young age. Um, my dad was always around, play catch with me. You know, coached my various baseball teams in my youth, and that that should be the end of my story. But as I grew up, uh, I saw my dad less. His job as a pastor that's a twenty four seven gig. You know, funerals, weddings, teaching, counseling, you you name it, he's involved. And when people had a problem, they they went to my dad. Um, the problem with that was it meant there were times my dad, he wasn't going to be home. And I, I couldn't figure out why these people were so broken. And, and a lot of times I thought they were too stupid that they had to rely on my dad instead of the Bible that, that they claimed to read. Um, then they would turn around and judge me and say things like, you're a pastor's kid, you can't do that. Whenever I stepped out of line, like like being a pastor's kid magically made me perfect. I, honestly, and I don't mean to offend, but all I saw in the church were hypocrites. Like I, I thought people were morons, that they couldn't fix their own problem, but they had the guts to judge me for my own mistakes. So so I began to slide further and further away from God to the point that I, I really wanted nothing to do with the God that these pathetic people worshipped. You know, Again, I don't mean to offend. That's just how I felt. I hated them and I hated church. So I get to college. That's a new beginning, man. I have no parents, no one that, that knows I'm a pastor's kid. It was, it was honestly, it was freeing. I felt great about it. Got to make my own name. Apparently I wanted to be a skirt chasing, heavy alcohol consuming, angry child. Like that's apparently what I wanted to be. And I did that for about three years. Uh, that's also where it began to turn around. Despite me always being on the lookout, you know, for my next party or my next score, there were good godly people my age. I didn't know there were good godly people that really love Jesus my age. Again, I'm 19, 20, 21 years old. It was, it was nice. These people were always letting me know they love me and they were praying for me. And one guy in particular, he would always say to me, no judge, just love, bro. Um, all that love and prayer, it really did. It finally broke through. Like I said, about three quarters of the way through my senior year, Jesus Christ became my God, not my parents' God, not those judgmental hypocrites' God back home, not anyone's God, but my own. I made that choice. No one else made that choice. I Me. Mean, First John one nine says, if we confess our sins, God's going to forgive us of our sins and he'll cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's exactly what I did. Got down on my knees. I confessed of my sins. I let go of my anger. And I forgave the people that I hated for so long. And I realized there's hypocrites everywhere. The church, it's not an exception. No one's perfect but God. The church is an infirmary. It's for sick people, myself included. We all need Jesus. And some people, they just need a little more love. And that's what the pastors, like my father, and the elders in the church are for. That's what every Christian should be for. They need to love people. They need to be different, like Chris Coughlin said. I'm a tattooed, loudmouthed, opinionated, didn't save myself for marriage, miss partying at times, rough around the edges Christian. I struggle with sin every minute of every day, but I love Jesus Christ. I'm unashamed of that. And honestly, if you have any questions or you just want to talk, you can reach me on Twitter at UnreasonableBTG or through our website, btgprogram.com. I mean this wholeheartedly. Jesus doesn't just love the buttoned-up Bible thumper. He loves everyone, and I'd be happy to tell you all about it.